All right, Kevin. We normally get into hot topics. Yeah, we do. Right now. But it's hotter than hot. It's hotter than hot. So I don't I don't have the little open for hotter than hot topic. It's topics. hot as the Dickens topic. There it is. That's the one. I'm sure that Jeremy McComb appreciates that <laughs> intro. The what was it again? What was the intro again, Kev? It's hot as the Dickens topics. There you go. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Uh, congratulations on being part of our brand new segment that we're going to do one and one time only, hotter than the Dickens topics. How are you, brother? Uh, I'm wonderful. It's so nice to be talking to my nana. <laughs> <laughs> it's hotter than the Dickens. Hotter than the Dickens. Uh, we get, we've got a concert announcement to get to in just a, a few seconds, uh, but let's let's catch up with you really, really quick. Yeah, first of all, what part of the country or world are you in right now? Um, it's hard to tell these days, but I'm actually, um, actually in southern Idaho, played in, in uh, Boise last night. And uh, still out here on the uh, Jason Bowen and the Stragglers tour, which has been amazing. Before I was, so I did like two and a half weeks over in the UK touring Ireland and Scotland and England doing festivals over there. And then uh, we've been out with uh, Bowen for the last two weeks. So uh, here tonight, and then uh, we'll be in Denver later in the week before. Um, I'm actually, I'm headlining a music festival out in uh, Gold Rush Music Fest out in Northern California. And then we're out at Country Summer Fest with Eric Church. Um, through California and then kind of working our way back um, up into Montana and Idaho. So a lot more Pacific Northwest stuff before we head back to Nashville. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. Jeremy, I'm very impressed by this. We had just talked to someone last week who was on tour this summer, and they were saying they don't know their what their schedule is. Where they, they're at the point where they know, like, they looked at the schedule when it first came out, but now that it's yeah. going, they couldn't name all the cities they're going to be in for the next yeah. couple of months. I'm very impressed that you have got that part locked in. Well, yeah, it, it helps to know where you're headed. Um, and I think that just the years of being a tour manager with Larry the Cable Guy, it was I was kind of always <laughs> the one that needed to know. So that just kind of stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, you still pay attention to it, right? I yeah, try to pay it's a good thing to know where you're headed, right? Because you don't want to get somewhere... You know, caught up. It's just knowing the weather. You don't want to be in a sweatshirt when it's hotter than the Dickens outside. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. That's exactly right. All right, Jeremy. I know that uh, <laughs> you don't. You don't want that actually at all. And I just, Kevin, I need to move forward, or we're going to go down roads that we don't need to travel down. Let's just get to business right now. Okay. Jeremy has a concert announcement for us right now. Yeah, super excited. Uh, this one, and I know that Kevin is very, very excited about this, uh, um, as are we. But uh, July 6th, coming right out of the holiday. It's been a big summer already, and we're going to start kicking things off very, very early for a super, super busy rest of 2023. July 6th, bringing a $10 show, just 10 bucks, thanks to Coyote Country. And it is going to be with Dalton Dover. Hey! Which, yeah. Yes. Now, this is a guy that I'll admit, Jeremy... I thought I discovered him like last year at some point. I saw this kid on Instagram and I was like, are you kidding me? This is the most ridiculous voice. I love this dude's voice. I got all excited about him and I was like, I discovered him. I'm going to go into the radio station. I'm going to discover him. You hailed him the best voice of the year. Yeah. I was all excited about this guy. And I come in here and I start talking about him and Jay goes, I think he was on The Voice a couple years ago. And I was like, what? Ah, okay. Well, never mind. But I discovered him. That's so we're sticking with that. Of course you did. Yes, yeah. you did. And um, you know, I, I think that I think that Dalton's not only has an absolutely incredible voice, but 
he's got a really uh, good path happening for him too. Because there's been other people that you know have been eliminated from The Voice, like Morgan Wall and right. like that. So. Um, this one is going to be a big one, and you're going to want to get these tickets. We'll put them on sale today at 11. And that's uh, just $10 tickets. You want to get them fast because everybody knows how quickly these tickets go. Yeah, and, I, and Dalton Dover is a guy that I think a lot of people will go, who? I don't know Dalton Dover yet, but I'm telling you, if you listen to any of his stuff, and we're going to play some of it, do some of the – I'm hoping he does some of his covers that he does as well because the, the, the dude just has an amazing voice. Yes. Yeah, so people, you cannot sleep on this one. Even if, like Kevin said, not a hundred percent, like uh, you know, on the on the playlist yet, you need to add him because this guy is incredible. Jeremy, people need to add to you as well. I mean, that's kind of also uh, part yeah, of the. I duh. get it. I get it. We're talking about Dalton Dover right now. We're excited for the show coming up on July sixth. But people can add your music too, still, dude. There's uh, there's enough room for multiple artists on the playlist. You know, I couldn't agree more. And we've got, you know, we've got a song out there right now that's uh, it's actually a co-write with Hardy, and uh, it's called "No Yesterday." And uh, it's just been, it's kind of been catching on like crazy. We've got a, a new record that uh, I've been in recording, and so we'll have a brand new record coming out in the fall. But "No Yesterday" is the song that uh, has kind of been getting pushed right now, and and really, really excited for for people to hear it. Jeremy, do you golf? I like to golf. I should. I wouldn't say that I'm a golfer. Okay, I was because I was going to see if you have golf <laughs> in, in any of those the Nashville circles. You mentioned Hardy, and everyone says that this is the guy to golf with right now in country music. That he pretty much is the best golfer, and then of course, amazing singer songwriter. So I didn't know if your paths had crossed ever on the golf course. Uh, not on the golf course. We've got a lot of mutual friends. Um, you know, I was a Colt Ford uh, over on Colt Ford's record label, Average Joe's. And Colt, a lot of people don't know, Colt is a PGA golfer. Like what? he had his card for, oh yeah, scratch golfer. What? Unbelievable. Okay, that yes. just what? knowing, seeing Colt Ford, knowing him a little, that surprises me. I had no clue about that. For real. And he, like, he had his PGA card forever. Every time I'm down at the office in Nashville, John Daly's in there. Like, every uh. time. Always there. And, um,. <laughs> You know, so right across the street from the neighborhood we used to live in over in Old Hickory um, is where John Smith and Kid Rock bought the golf course, and now it's called the Hick, right? Which is where you see all these hats from. Okay. That that everybody wears. But everybody golfs down in Old Hickory. And, um, yeah, I haven't haven't golfed with Hardy, but uh, I've golfed with Colt. And when Colt actually comes up to the Northwest, the reason he's told me so many times, like, dude, I love playing your club because – there's, um, I can't remember his name, but he's like an insane golf pro that golf goes, or that Colt will go out to like, uh, goes a ranch or goes a ranch or whatever it is. Yeah, goes yeah. Um, they'll go out and golf and, and he'll take lessons from this dude who's like unbelievable. Really? No yeah. way, Jeremy. That's so cool. Uh, Colt Ford is a guy who is stealing a lot of money on the golf course. Because yeah. if you go see him on the course and it's like, hey, you're golfing with Colt Ford today, you're going, I'm about to beat this guy. Right. And the first yeah. time he says, hey, you want to play for cash? You're saying yes, <laughs> and then your pockets are empty 100%. 18 holes later. I, my money, if you were to put Hardy versus Colt Ford, all of my uh, mortgage money would be on Colt Ford. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, okay, I love it. I love um, it, man. Well, hey, where, where, uh, where can people find your music, Jeremy? 
Well, JeremyMcComb.com. I'm, you know, obviously Spotify and Amazon Music and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, anywhere good music is streamed and right here on Coyote Country. Look at that. And then, of course, Dalton Dover is going to be coming to your club July 6th. Tickets go on sale today. 11 o'clock, thenashvillenorth.com. Go there. $10. Go get your tickets. Listen to some Jeremy music as well. It's going to be It's a good day. It's a good day. It is. It's a good day. Well, I appreciate you, boys. All right, brother. We appreciate you. We will talk to you sooner, hopefully sooner than later. And uh, yes. thank you for letting us come out to the, to the club for another Coyote Country show. We appreciate it. No, it's going to be awesome, man. I can't wait. All right, there he is, Jeremy McComb. Thank you, man. And you can go. Uh, his music's solid, dude. His music's solid. And just throws in there, oh, co-write with Hardy. Yeah. No biggie. Oh, oh, okay. No biggie. Co-write with Hardy. Also, the Colt Ford thing. I can't get over it now. Like this is all. This is all I can look at. Yeah, I'm I, looking at pictures of Colt Ford. It, if Jeremy's lying to me, uh, that's a, it, an amazing it, it, it lie. Is hilarious because he is not the guy. If you don't know what Colt Ford looks like, just do yourself a favor and Google it, and then you'll be like, "Oh yeah, no, I would not bet on that guy to be the best golfer." No. No, not at all. Also, I'm wondering if it's the Russell Grove guy, the pro I, golfer. That's what I was going to say, the NIC guy. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if it's him that Colt Ford goes and golfs with. Seems like it. Which is hilarious. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just golfing with a guy who was on the in the PGA Championship, and Colt Ford's probably going toe-to-toe with him, which is insane to think yeah. about. All right, well, there you go. Dalton Dover, July 6th. Jay, Kevin, and I can't get over this. is the weirdest sport man it is golf is the weirdest sport I, i'm all continu- sorts of people are great at it dude i'm just looking at all these pictures right now and again this is what you get for just assuming something this is a great yeah. story of like why you don't do that but like if colt ford showed up to the basketball court and was like look i'm about to play well, i'm gonna say i'm gonna beat you and right. golf i'm probably gonna say i'm gonna hang with you and then yeah. he whoops your buns I, you I think, can't. Oh, he'll be good he'll be fun to have a few drinks with but yeah you nope instead what? and He's the man. Awesome story. All right. Well, hey, this guy is going to be out of Nashville North on July 6th. $10 tickets go on sale today. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Oh, I have heard another lady call another lady's sister. Okay, dude? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that your sister to you? Yeah, cuz. Kevin James. Just don't want you to tell me what I have and haven't heard. Okay? Bub? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. <laughs> All right, we need to focus. Can you? Can we I focus? I'm very focused. We've got, we've got, we've got forty minutes to focus. My eyes I, are crossed, but I'm focused. I don't know that we're going to be able to focus. <laughs> like this is that this is the point of the show. What where, do you need from me right now? I'm going to need you to hail some champions. We're going to get to this in a moment. Okay. But you and I are at a mode where now we are. We're there's a fine line between what trickles in from our off-the-air conversation to on-the-air. Yeah. And so we talk a bunch during the commercials, and, and we're just catching up, and and then I forget that we go back on the air, and we can't, like, not everything crosses right. over. And that was actually a pretty good conversation right up until before we went on the air. Yes. Like, it was a great conversation that yes. could have been on the air until, like, the last 20 seconds. And then it went south, man. It did. I mean, in a good good for us. Yeah. But it's not going to really help anybody. I want to hail a champion, though, Kev, because I am. I was looking at the list. We did beat the show today. We talked about the top-grossing summer blockbusters. And I want to go through the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. I want to give you the 10 best movies of the decade, okay. earning-wise, over the summer. And you just hail the champion of each decade. 
All right, sort of like a mini a mini bracket here, but it also is kind of fun to remember back to all these summers because there's going to be one of these, the point where you're maybe in high school or in college, yes. and one of these movies came out and it was a huge deal. And I'm going to be like, that's the one. Yeah. So let's run through them. 1980, here's your 80 movies. Ready? Yep. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. 82, E.T. The Extraterrestrial. <clears throat> Return of the Jedi. Ghostbusters in 84. 85 was Back to the Future. 86, Top Gun. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And then the last movie of the 80s in 1989, it was Batman, Michael Keaton in that one. Kevin, those are some great movies. They really are. The blockbuster champion of the 80s, though, is... Let me give you some music to... This nothing says serious blockbuster breakdown like this. The winner of the 80s goes to... I hear everyone in their cars yelling their answer right now. What now. Do you got? I hear people at work yelling the answer, but the answer is Top Gun. So Top Gun adjusted for inflation, forty or four hundred thirty-two million dollars. That's a good, That's good. chunk of That's change. Good. I'll take half a billion. The <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi. Adjusted for inflation, eight hundred forty-seven yeah. million. And I'm but assuming was, Raiders of the Lost Ark may be bigger too than Top right, Gun. Right under eight hundred million. Yeah. Et. Oh geez, yeah. The I, extraterrestrial. Kevin, that, that guy. Adjusted for inflation, that movie made one point two eight billion dollars. Okay? It was going to be my 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 answer until you said Top Gun. And then I was like, well, can I go against Top Gun? I always say what a great movie it is. Yeah. 1982. So, I, I didn't realize how big that was. Obviously, you might have been in high school, junior high. I would have been high. a junior high boy. Yep. Did that and, movie make its way into your brain space in oh, junior yeah. high? Okay. Absolutely. And it was, I mean, it was one every single person talked about. Yeah. Where like you just... It was also back in the day when the theater was the only way you saw something. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. So it was everybody went to the theater and saw it. Everyone talked about it. AP Phone Hub. Everybody did the... Everyone did the voice. I mean, it was very... It was a powerful movie. Let's check out the 90s. Ghost. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. 92. Batman Returns. Jurassic Park. The Lion King. Batman Forever. 96 was Independence Day. Followed by Men in Black, Saving Private Ryan, and Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace in 1999. Kevin, those were your biggest blockbusters for each summer in the 90s, making money. What is the summer blockbuster of the 90s? You could have just stopped talking when you got to 1994, I believe it was. What was 94? The Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to argue at KJ. You know, there's some movies in there I really like. The Lion King. I agree. $803 million would be adjusted for uh-huh. inflation. I believe it is the biggest one. Let me see where was Star Wars. Yeah. Um, Star Wars would have been 813 So right up there in terms of money made, it's it's way up there. It's so dang good, Kev. It's The Lion King. The Lion King, man. Why do I feel like that's the movie that started it all for those you know, animated movies becoming such a big deal. It, because they had the back-to-back Aladdin, Lion King, and those two were just so dang good. Mm-hmm. I think they're back-to-back years even. Yeah. And so it just you, seemed like that really kicked it off and just made it 
And weirdly, so popular. I don't know why this matters to me in animated movies. The fact they had Jonathan Taylor Thomas, peak Jonathan Taylor Thomas in Home Improvement, and then Matthew Broderick, and they had two like really big yeah. names for Simba. And who was Mufasa? I'm trying to remember. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, Darth gosh, Vader. What? Oh, that's right. Darth Vader. James Earl Jones. Simba. I am oh, your father. Simba. Jeremy Irons was was right, Scar. Why great. do I know the people who voice acted these characters? Because that's how huge that movie was. Whoopi Goldberg was one of the hyenas. Yeah. Like that movie was just riddled with superstars as the voices. Really and good. the movie was awesome as well. Uh we will uh, I'm We'll try to get to the 2000s in a little bit, but I think you did very well crowning some kings of the 80s and 90s. Those are two movies that if you showed them to me today, KJ, I would be I'd be very excited about that. Yeah, I, I think not, they hold up. Yeah, I would not be mad about it. Jay Show. Jay Daniels. My ex-husband showered with our cockatoo. Your ex-husband showered with her cockatoo? Yes. Kevin James. Hmm. Is that why you left him? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It makes me laugh. I don't know. I, I, Kevin gave me the hey for that one, which is fair because you made the joke, so you're allowed to do that, but I, it made me laugh. It did. I, it I was the way I delivered the joke. I think was. Uh, is that why you left him? is the yes. phone number. We'd love to hear your voices today on a Monday. This is what we need right now. I feel like both yeah. of us have. Uh, overstimulated minds right now where oh. they are going in five billion different directions. And so if we are left on our own accord right now, I, who knows what we'd talk about. Yeah. I, so it's good to just, you guys take us in a direction. Well, we, we got on to this little story. And if you have not seen this yet, I, I feel bad breaking the news to you. I, I can't imagine we're breaking the news to very many people, but they're scheduled to shut down the Maple Street Bridge for a while oh, this summer that for construction. That is a bad idea. And Kevin and I both use the Maple Street Bridge, and Kevin lives by the Maple Street Bridge. I do. I have a business proposition for you, Kev. We'll get to here in just a second. 509-441-0999 is the phone number. Hi, how's it going? Boston John. How are you guys doing? Boston John, what's happening, man? Well, apologize for Putting in two votes, but you dirty I'm a dog. die-hard player of that game. Oh, are you <laughs> pretty good at cornhole? Yes, you know why? You got to remember, cornhole was taken after what sport? Horseshoes. Oh, horseshoes. Exactly. Okay. My mom and dad were both on horseshoe tournaments when I was growing up. What? And they taught me how to play shoes, which we call it. And I was really good at it. And so cornhole is just a natural transition from horseshoes to cornhole. Okay, John, I, you've played them both. I always yeah. was intrigued with horseshoes growing yes. up. It, do you enjoy cornhole more or less than horseshoes? I enjoy it more because it's more family-oriented. Yeah. Because even young kids can play where you just have them move up a few more feet so they right. can even get, get to the, the hole. Where in horseshoes, one... The shoe is heavier. Yes. Where a bag, you can have more control over the bag by spinning it or lofting it or whatever. Where, you know, with the horseshoe, you you have to have some strength. And uh, where the, and that's also good for ladies. You know, they can play. So anybody in the family can play. So 
That's my analogy. John, I appreciate your phone call today. Good luck on the cornhole this summer. Hopefully you uh, have a good end of the summer record when it's all said and done. I will be in the high 90% down. Okay, there he is, Boston John. There was horseshoe pits up at Franklin Park for the longest time. I don't know if they're still there. Oh, yeah, I do remember those. And so I had uh, my buddy Walter and I would play tennis up there on those tennis courts. Yeah. And where we would park, we'd walk by the horseshoe pits to get to the tennis court. And I remember us always saying, ah, oh, we need to try this because they look cool. But Horseshoes are, are it's a buying, toss. Where are you? It is. So it's a long toss. It, Kevin, and those are, and like John said, they're heavy. Yeah. They're heavy. But where it's do you not, find horseshoes? You can have, find bean bags. It, yeah. It's just not a lot of horseshoe stores. Yeah, I don't really know. Around. I wonder if they would, if they would, or if there's parks that have changed out some horseshoe pits for cornhole. I bet there is. You know, yeah, has to be. Because I, I can't imagine North they get 40, much do they have uh, horseshoes? They have to. They've got shoes for. Sorry, they got shoes for Rob's size 10 foot. <laughs> got to have a horseshoe. So they've got to have shoes for horses up there. 509-441-0999. Hi, who's this? Oh, oh hi. that's that my bad, again? Kevin. That's my bad. I ruined it again. Hi, who's this? This is Carrie. Carrie, what's happening? Well, I have two questions for you, Slim. How, what do you think about Big Brother not starting until August? Terry, when I saw that, and I saw it, I think, during the Survivor finale. I, I thought I had seen it wrong. I immediately Googled it because I, I swear I saw it wrong. It said August 2nd or something like that or August 20th. It's a summertime show normally. Yeah, it normally starts right yeah. now. It's normally going right now. And, Terry, that drove me mad. It is my summer show. I do not think I will be able to watch as much of it in the fall. I just don't think it will be in the, in the plans. I know. I'm with you. But I have a show for you. Two shows for you to watch for the summer. Okay, because uh, I need and them. And, and they're streaming, and they're reality shows. Any of the circles. Okay, I've seen one of them, Terry. I absolutely loved it. I think I saw the second season and truly loved it, and I don't know why I didn't watch more of them. They're, they're, are they still good? They're still good, and now they have the Circle UK, and I think the Circle Australia, but I'm not sure. Okay. Plus, have you seen... The Traders. No, Kevin, do you even know what The Traders is? No, I've never heard of this. Never heard of oh, it, Terry. This is amazing. This is, they have The Traders U.S., and I love the host. He's a Scottish actor. And <laughs> okay. The Traders, uh, Traders Australia and The Traders U.K. They're on Peacock. Um, they are in like a castle or a mansion or a great big hotel, and they have missions every day. And then the group, they start out with like 20 or 24. There's the host picks three or four traitors. The others are faithfuls. And they have to banish, try and banish the traitors, and the traitors murder the, the faithfuls. Okay. Wait, like uh, real murder? Real murder, yeah. It's real. No, not real murder. It's uh, overseas. This is not this is total is, reality This is Scotland. TV. You can do whatever yeah, you want. Okay. Totally, totally. And they, each, each day <laughs> they have like, a mission. I was like, wow. Each day they have a mission and they, and they earn money that goes into the pot. Okay, Terry, I, thank you for these. I'm actually going to look that up because it sounds. That does sound interesting. Uh, Terry, thank you for calling. Good to hear your voice. It sounds a lot like the old show, The Mole. Oh, yeah. Remember the mole? Yes. And they would try to yep. make the money. The mole was trying to get the a money away. Like Anderson Cooper started on the mole. Yep. 
Jeff Probst hosting. What's it called? Hey, dude, don't don't uh, cousin Eddie me ever again. Cheaters. What's it called? Traitors. Traitors. Don't cousin Eddie me again. Are you serious, Clark? Are you serious? They really murder him. They really murder him. Okay, Kevin. Billy, the tribe has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's streaming, though. Now you're dead. You can do about anything on the internet. That's can true. I give you my million-dollar idea for you and me this summer? Yeah. You can set up the DJ booth on it. What if we bought some kind of wooden raft, and we got down in Peaceful Valley, and we floated cars across the river like it's the Oregon Trail. Oh, because the bridge is going to be closed. There's no way to get a, there's no way to get across the river apparently this summer. TJ Minock is dead. Like that that place you can't even go up the hill once yeah. you get across if you're going south to north. They closed the Maple Street Bridge. You you're stuck on either side. You're right. So it, we it's going to be a mess. We need a ferry. And you DJ on the ferry for the ride across? I feel like we got a good thing going there. That's a great idea. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Kevin, I'm going to need to talk to you about DJ stuff. Uh-oh. Maybe I need to talk to you about Kevin James. Okay, I, I'd gladly to- talk to you. I'd give you my profici- professional and professional <laughs> advice. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. That's it, Kev. Did we do it? We made it. Almost. Just about. Almost. We're, We're almost there. We made it to the part that I've been wanting to get your thoughts on, and that is two more decades of naming champions. As of right now, what are the two champions you have? You have Top Gun and the Lion King. Yep. The best blockbuster of the 80s. Yep. So let me ask you this one. Is there a winner between those two so far as the decade champion? Lion King. Man, did that right... I would not it have really guessed after you with me at because all because my kids were just being born. Yeah, it was a movie that I just watched over and over. I, I, Lion King is a stinking legend. It is. It is. All right. Well, let's run down these two and see if one can knock off block uh, the blockbuster that is the Lion King. Here were your summer blockbusters for each of the years two thousand to two thousand nine. Okay. Mission Impossible 2, which I know you've seen. I love those. Shrek, Spider-Man, Finding Nemo, Shrek 2, Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Spider-Man 3, The Dark Knight, and Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Kevin, the best summer blockbuster of the 2000s. These are each of the movies that made the most money. Each year, 2000 to 2009, is... I... This is so bad because I'm... I don't watch the Spider-Man stuff. I didn't yeah. watch Mission Impossible. So I'm a bad judge, maybe. But I think, Some people might get very mad. But how are you going to tell me there's a movie better than Shrek? So I would love to know from the text line, 509-441-0999. You heard those 2000s movies. I think yeah. that people are going to agree with you that it's Shrek. It's just so good. It's funny because a lot of these other movies are ones that I like as favorite movies of my life. I truly love some of these movies. The Star Wars ones, obviously. I love the Pirates movies. I I really enjoy the Spider-Man movies. The movie I haven't seen? Shrek and Shrek 2. Those are the only movies. Would you please watch them with your daughter? That is when I will watch them. That is when I will watch them with Olivia, and she'll probably love love them. You'll love those movies so much. you got to remember, and this is the thing you said about Lion King, how it had stars in it. 
Shrek had Mike Myers, who at the time was hot as can be, and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Those are your two main characters. Oh, and Cameron Diaz. Yeah, you're right, man. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It was like major celebrities doing the roles. It was crazy. Uh, Let's go 2010s real quick, and then we'll hail an ultimate champion. Here are your 2010s, 2010 to 2019, your top earning movies each summer as we are in summer blockbuster mode. Toy Story 3, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, The Avengers, Iron Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy. 2015 was Jurassic World, Finding Dory. Wonder Woman, Incredibles 2, and Aladdin, which is weird to think about. Yeah, it is. That it was Aladdin back in 2019. Kev, the the summer blockbuster of the 2010s was? Uh, this is what I'm finally going to default to a different world, Avengers. Yeah, $692 million adjusted for inflation. We did learn today that of all the summer blockbusters, E.T. is number one. Yeah. Over a billion dollars, which is wild to think about. A lot of the other billion dollar movies are fall and Christmas movies. Right. That's where you find your other big heavy hitters. But when it came to summer, it was E.T.'s. E.T., the runaway winner as far as the box office. So it all boils down to this. It's between Shrek and Lion King, Kevin, for your love. I guess in Avengers as well. I guess the Avengers might be in there. I'm assuming. Well, actually, no. We all really like the Avengers. We do. The ultimate summer blockbuster. Of the last 40 years, we didn't do this decade yet because we've only had three of the years. The ultimate summer blockbuster. I'm going to put Top Gun Maverick in there as well because that was last year and that would be the one that would win so far for you from this decade. you're right about that. The ultimate summer blockbuster movie of the last 40 years is... Lion King. God bless you. It brought families together. Yeah, and it also, you know, 